Hey, what's up? This is Logan from Article Sound System, and you're listening to the Bradley's House Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Come on in, make yourself at home as you should when you're a guest in Bradley's house. I am your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Knoll Family Foundation and our host, Ms. Kelly Knoll. I don't, I don't know, Kelly. I feel like we do this, how are you doing all the time? And you're like, fine. And it's all bullshit anyway. So, um, what is, what's your favorite movie, Kelly? Well, you know, Jarrett, I have a few favorite movies. As I was just discussing with Anna recently, there are there are several movies that if someone has not seen it, we will drop everything and watch it. So, of course, you and Anna have been staying with me for a bit. And the other night, Anna happened to mention that she had not seen Office Space, which we had to immediately rectify. So, even though it was work night, I went and and turned it on and we watched it with Anna and it was so much fun. So my three, I don't have one favorite, but my three that I will drop everything to watch are, oh no, that wasn't Office Space that we dropped everything to watch with her first. It was Pitch Perfect. That was the one. Perfect was first. Yes. Pitch Perfect was first, then Office Space. And then we watched one today that of course she already knows very well, but we watched just because it's in my top three and that's Princess Bride. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week for my favorite movies. Good. This, this is what we're going to do from now on. I'm not doing this how you doing bullshit anymore. It's a formality <laughs> that I'm no longer partaking in. I'm just going to ask fun, interesting questions. So just be ready to be on your toes from here on out. And speaking of us having to be on our toes, if we've ever had to be on our toes mm. for any episode, it's the guest that you've lined up for us this week. Kelly, who is this week's house guest in Bradley's house? It's true. We have a really good one today. And she is is a pro in and of her own right interviewing people. She is talented. She's beautiful. She's fun. She is the host of The Sunshine Show and an incredible basis extraordinaire. And I'm so excited to get to know her a little better today. We have with us Sunshine Cantu. Sunshine, thank you for being with us. Hey! <laughs> And that's why we were trying to tell Anna that you did not need to be up to 75% volume. <laughs> Should I turn down? I don't know. I'll, no. try down. I'll try to speak a little softer. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for having me. Thank you for the amazing introduction, Kelly. I love you so much. Oh, Sunshine, you're perfect. You talk as loud or as soft as you want. Anna will fix it all in post. That's what she does. She's amazing. So we're so stoked to have you here. I have been had the incredible honor of being on your show twice now. And so I thought, well, this is ridiculous. We need to go ahead and make this happen. You're one of those people that's like always on our list of, Hey, we need to have this person. And so when I was on your show last week, I was just like, you know what, let's just do this. Let's get this done. So I'm pretty I'm sure you excited. just made your third appearance on the sunshine show. Actually. Thank you, Jarrett. Thank you. I was going to correct her. Yes. Miss Kelly. Oh, oh, what? Yes, ma'am. That was your third time appearing on the show. But no, you're a busy woman. Oh my gosh. I don't even remember that. I seriously <laughs> was thinking it's been twice. I'm so sorry, but wow. Okay. I'm sufficiently shamed. I would seriously ask Anna to edit this out, except I think it's important that people know that I am. Yeah, I am that Stacy. That's how bad it gets. When In you all get fairness, old the first two were pretty close together. Oh my gosh. I don't even, we'll discuss afterwards what I'm okay. missing here, but all right. So, but here's the thing. Every time I'm on your show, I always feel like I want to ask you questions, but I don't want to be rude. And so this is my chance to ask you all the things that I want to ask you. And then when we get to the end, if there's anything you want to ask, you can, but this is my time, sunshine. This is my time for me and all the listeners to get to know everything about you. So Get ready. I am so excited. That's a switch. I like yeah. this. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, we got to start at the beginning because I'm a very linear person. Tell us about where you were born, where you grew up. Tell us about your family, please. 
Awesome. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I was born in Canton, Ohio. My Ooh. family um, are actually migrant workers out of Mexico. And oh, wow. We did migrant work up in Ohio, Canton, Ohio, at the Heinz Ketchup Farm out there. And then I moved pretty soon after I was born. I was about five years old, moved down to Kingsville, Texas, which is about four hours from the border, um, super tiny town in South Texas. And my mama uh, raised me and my brother out there by herself. She was an RN. She worked 12 hour shifts. Wow. My brother pretty much raised me. My mother worked her ass off. I'll bet. And uh, yeah, and she's absolutely the reason that I'm in music. She pushed me um, with all of her heart to play Mm. some sort of instrument. Really? Why was that important to her? Uh, You know, because her mother played music, her mother made her play music, and I think she really wanted me and my brother to stay out of trouble while she was working. Sure. And so she's like, you are going to go be in marching band, and you're going to carry that large tuba around, and you're (laughs) going to like it, sunshine. (laughs) Then you'll be so tired after practice that you won't be able to do a thing because you've been carrying that tuba around. You know, I blame it all on Ma because I did. She's like, "Don't come home with a clarinet or a saxophone." <laughs> she's like, "I cannot fucking stand the way those reeds sound." Um, and, you know, yeah. And so, that, what did that leave me with? They're like, "Oh, here you go. Here's a big old girl. Give her a tuba. She'll do great." Yeah, that's such that's a cheesy fabulous. move by parents. It's like free babysitting for them. You know, I, I never realized that, but parents are always like, we want you in a sport or doing something. Yeah, they just want to drop you off somewhere for hours every day. That's <laughs> their motive. It's smart. It's smart, right? It's good parenting right there. Yeah, it could be worse. I mean, we do find ways to get in trouble regardless. However, it's probably a good way to stay out of trouble. Oh, in a small town, let me tell you, in Kingsville, Texas, there is nothing to do except sex, drugs, and rock and roll. (laughs) That would explain why I got got pregnant at a very young age of 16 years old. Um, Started playing in a band at a very young age of about 13 years old. And the the drugs followed soon thereafter. Um, Naturally. But, you know, that's a part of being in a small town. So Absolutely. I will put this disclaimer. I was completely sober while I was pregnant with my amazing son, Lucas, who just graduated college last year from Otis College of Art in, um, in L.A. And it was the first art institute established in L.A. And um, Norman Rockwell did his art residency there as well. Oh, shit. That's hardcore. Yeah. So wow. I, I was completely sober. My my drug of choice while I was pregnant was coffee and Mountain mm. Dew. <laughs> Those are good ones for sure. <laughs> well, honestly, I'm super glad to hear that you had him so young because when I first saw that you had a son that was graduating from college, I it was like my brain exploded because you look like you're 25. And so I couldn't figure out how someone who had recently must have recently just gotten out of college herself has a college age son. So that okay. makes a little bit more sense, a little bit more, okay. but I still I don't think you look old you. enough. I just, I'm just, oh my I'm just saying, well, you must be super proud of him. What a great job he's doing. What a great job you've done with him. Thank you so much. I was actually on the phone with him right before we got on the podcast. He calls me every single day. Oh my Uh, gosh. He is the absolute sweetest. And I tell you what, he charges me $500 a design, damn it. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) go pay for your college education, son. Yeah, smart boy. Yeah. Smart boy. You, you got to like that. It shows that the college education did something. It's it's crazy when you have kids young. Um, I, I have a or had or have you had there's a stepdaughter in my life and um, she was uh, seven when I met her and now she's 22, almost 23. And I have three little ones and people ask, how old are your kids? I'm like, you know, well, I've got a, a, a three-year-old, a nine-year-old, a 13-year-old, and I've got a daughter that's about my age. <laughs> people just look at me. Poor daughter. Like, I, don't, I don't know. We're both, we're both 
adults. She can drink beer. I can drink. She's about my age. I don't know. She's not. She's not. She's not. I have a stepdad who is 15 years older than me to the day. And when I was young, we would run into people because he and my mom got married when I was almost 15. And so we would run into people that he hadn't seen in a long time. And he'd be like, this is my daughter. (laughs) Like he thought it was so funny. And so I hope you're not doing that to your stepdaughter. No, no, I I wouldn't. But I will tell you a fun story, though, is that the very first time that I ever, she had a half day from school, and this is when me and her mom first started dating, and I took her to lunch at Arby's, and we were sitting there eating, and I... Out of nowhere, this woman walks over to our table and goes, oh, you two are, look like you're having so much fun. Is this your dad? And oh. she just shakes her head and she goes, <laughs> and she goes, no. And she goes, oh, is it, is it your brother? And she just shakes her head. No, we're just friends. <laughs> and the woman looked at me and she started walking away and I'm like, all right, pack up your shit. We got to go right now. Um, because I'm Pretty sure the police are on their way. Um, but this was the talk that we had. Like, hey, you got a dad, right? I'm just your friend right now. So then she oh, said, no, gosh. no, yeah, we're, we're just friends having some Arby's. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I hope Chris Hansen is not in the bathroom right now. <laughs> oh, my God. about to get awkward. <laughs> and, hey, and those are the kind of people I feed to my pig. Okay, you guys? <laughs> this is why I have a pig that lives in the front yard. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's discuss the pig. You brought it up. I was going to get there, but. Now it's out. Let's talk about your pig. Tell us his name. All right. So I have a two-year-old, 200-pound mini pig um, <laughs> named... Did Win- you say mini pig? No, a mini pig. Now, Kelly, a mini pig is anything under 300 pounds. Okay. Oh, my gosh. A regular-sized pig does grow up to 1,000 pounds <gasps> and over. No. Is not that like a car? How They're much do cars weigh? Maybe they weigh more than that. Probably so, a wow. bit more than that. But um, yeah, pigs get really big. So Winston Diego Nelson Cantu is his full name. <laughs> and uh, he is a riot to hang out with. He's a mama's boy. He's a cuddle pig. He has an apartment that he's made in my closet. Where oh, my gosh. He, he brings all of his... He's a, pit, a pickpocketer, okay? So... <laughs> All the expensive beauty products, the chargers. I swear Uh-oh. to God, you guys, he has a mini vacuum that he's put in the closet. And I swear to God, I have him on film turning on the mini vacuum cleaner. And I'm like, wow. No. <laughs> I swear to God, follow him on uh, Instagram at Pleasure Point Pig. And you too can witness the beauty that is Winston Diego. I'm sorry, you said Pleasure Point Pig? And it's not pornography, people. It's just a pig. It's just a pig who lives in Pleasure Point. Okay, we live in Pleasure Point, California. Oh my gosh, that's fabulous. Okay, I found him, and I'm now following. (laughs) Okay, okay, you're sitting in a gin mill somewhere, thinking, you know what? That was my tag. (laughs) This pig has over 1,100 followers. Oh yes, he's very he's a national treasure. Okay, you guys. He really Ever, is. I've had people come um as far as Oregon and I <gasps> swear to God, they show up in my front um in, in my front house, front of my house, and they come in vans, they come in cars, on bicycles, skateboards, children as young as three. I have had kids run away from their house up the street, okay. To come feed Winston Diego. Oh, Your mom's been looking for them. No. I swear to God. And then I had to get involved in it, you know? And I just think, because kids come all the time to feed them. So I'm not asking, hey, did you run away from home or did you get permission? <laughs> I feel like that really shouldn't be your responsibility. <laughs> you know, girl, I've had homeless people. I have all kinds of walks of life that come over here. It's a whole circus. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm definitely coming just so you know. Please do. I would love for you to show up on my front door and make sure you have three pocket burritos or you can't come in. Okay. I'm sorry. Three pocket burritos. Yes, I seen a man feed Winston Diego three pocket burritos. He stuffed them <laughs> in his gym shorts, and one by one, he pulled out. And I was like, "Wow, that is 
That's amazing. Well, I never have more than two packet burritos, so I don't. Three just seems so excessive. Yeah, like who has three? What kind of psychos are out there? They are out there. Yeah, yeah. You guys, it's always a good time here in Pleasure Point over here at Sunny's house. So if you guys are ever in the area, come see old Winnie Diego, aka the Pleasure Point Pig. Okay, so Pleasure Point is near Santa Cruz. Pleasure Point is in Santa Cruz. It is okay. Surf destination it is supposed to be where all the best waves in the world are um naturally naturally well as you know i used to go up to santa cruz to visit brad when he went to uc santa cruz and um so he was a year ahead of me in school when he went off to santa cruz i was still a senior in high school so every chance i got i would head on up there and i'd stop and visit some friends in santa barbara on the way and then I drive on up to Santa Cruz and hang out with him for a few days. It's lovely up there. Oh, my God, Kelly. I'm going to come hang out. I need to meet your pig. What would you do in Santa Cruz with Brad? What kind of things would you guys get into? Well, I remember him taking me downtown. We'd, like, walk around all the little shops and stuff. And, you know, I was usually only there for a couple of days. I would spend most of the time complaining to him about how filthy his bathroom was um (laughs) that I didn't appreciate that I had to wear shoes in the shower um and that I had to hover over the toilet it was a good leg workout but still um yeah I don't it mostly was just you know it's one of those things where like your brother goes off to college and if you don't go up and visit you'll never see him you know so I'd go up there and hang out for a couple days don't let her flip it around and start asking questions (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, I didn't even realize she did that. Hey. Good. Way to be on top of it. Way to be on top of it, Jerry. I will tell you this, though. If you do, when you do come back to visit me, you know, when we use the the, the public toilets, you're still going to have to hover. Nothing's (laughs) changed around here. The the bathrooms are awful. Uh, Yeah, I don't mind doing it in a public toilet, but when it's the toilet in his apartment and you can't (laughs) sit on it because it's so filthy. Yeah, that's not right. That's not okay. And I just, I would stay the whole time and go, why, why am I here? This place is disgusting. Why am I here? I could be anywhere right now. And I'm choosing to be in this filth pit, but it was nice. I could visit his cat Spike and Caesar meet Andy, you know, nice people, but a couple days was plenty. And then I would go home and, um, you know, detox and get all the, the grossness off of me, but you know, what are you going to do? You know, I talked, Really quick, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, all good. So the liquor store guy up the um, the way, Felix, he actually told me that Bradley used to live in a house somewhere by where we are located in Pleasure Point. So I don't know if he used to just like hang out there or actually like chill there. I mean, I'm sure he would come surf out here all the time. So we need to figure out which house that is. You know, we might as well just ask Andy Hill, his college roommate. I know he occasionally listens to our podcast. So if he hears this before I have a chance to reach out to him, maybe he can let us know. Otherwise, I will definitely shoot him a message and find out. Great guy. He and his lovely wife, Rachel, and their beautiful kids have been all over the world. And um, I think they're back in Northern California now. So we'll have to hit him up. Remind me when we're done with this and I'll send him a message so we can find out. All right, girl. Okay, so then Ohio, Texas, how did you up in Santa Cruz? Okay, so Ohio, Texas. So let me go backtrack a little bit. So I went to college in at AM. I graduated with two degrees in political science and sociology. Then I went back for my master's in sociology. All of those I am not using, okay, but that's all right because that's I still have those degrees and uh mm-hmm. Now I grow weed for a living, legal weed, medicine, um, nice. mountains of Santa Cruz. So that's what brought me here to Santa Cruz. But uh, after I graduated, I actually moved to Austin, Texas, and I did a lot of work uh, with the um, the Capital Area Food Bank, which is, the, oh. which is the largest food bank in the country. We served more than 39 counties, I believe. Wow. Uh, and I loved, loved, loved my work at the time at the food bank during my time there. It was amazing. And during that time, Kelly, I also got to record at Perdinale's recording studio mm-hmm. in Icewood, Texas, which your brother actually got to record at as well. Yes, absolutely. In fact, that's where they recorded some of the self-titled album out there. 
it was a good time. I, from what I understand, well, <laughs> a little bit too much of a good time. Well, it is a good time. Anywhere in Texas is too much of a good time, right? We go, go back to small towns, too much drugs, partying, mm. rock and roll. But um, so fun fact, I actually moved out to Spicewood, Texas, which is where Pernalis is located. And I moved about... I think I was 12 miles from the recording studio. I lived on seven acres in a tree house with my son out there. And I would uh, drive a hour to work and back every day just so that I could live out there because it was such a magical place for me and held such a special place in my heart. A tree house? Yes. Yes. Please tell me more. Um, it, it was a piece of magic. I don't even know how we got it. It was seven acres. It was built into this tree. It was a two story, um, all wood oak, uh, tree house that this, um, lovely man had built for his wife. And then as all good things must come to an end, not all good things, but this did. And they, they separated and I was able to, uh, rent this amazing, Mm. amazing, majestic (laughs) tree house. Wow, that sounds incredible. Yeah, it was so dope. So I wanted to share that with you because I have pictures um, at the studio next to the albums, um, you know, the the platinum albums and all that. And it was, yeah, such a really cool time just to know that Bradley had been there and just to know that they were able to record such a historic piece of uh, music there. It's Mm. amazing. Absolutely. So first band when you were 13, is that what you said? First band when I was 13, that was uh, Liquid Frog. Um, <laughs> and then I know. Where did that name come from? I don't know. A lot of drugs, Kelly. I <laughs> a lot of drugs out there in Kingsville, Texas. <laughs> and we played a lot of covers. It was a lot of like Pantera, Metallica, Foo Fighters. Anything. Ooh, you're, you're talking Anna's language now, our producer. Well, you know, anything we could pull out of Guitar Player Magazine, any of the mm. tab, you know, that's what we sure. were, playing. that's what we're playing at the parties. Um, and then, you know, Sonny got a little too, had a little too much fun one night, ended up knocked up and that's okay. Cause uh, yeah. I have a beautiful baby, baby boy who will turn 24 next month, September the 10th. Wow. Mine wow. just turned 24 last month. Oh, so crazy. So crazy. It's really, yeah, it's awesome. Okay. So then you had a, got pregnant, had a baby. Were you still in Texas? Yep. Yep. Still in Texas. So then after that, of course I had to go to college. So that's when I went and got my degrees all through college. I was in jazz band. So I played jazz my entire life. That's my first language. Mm. Uh, Sight reading is my superpower. Wow. Uh, Absolutely. I love reading music. The ear comes second nature to me. Uh, so jazz was, was my, you know, my love language, uh, played up mm. for a little bit, uh, but I always loved ska and reggae music. And so after I graduated college, I, or actually during college, I was in a band called monkeys doing it. <laughs> and I like that. Uh, we were a seven piece reggae spa band and we wow. performed mostly out of Corpus Christi, Texas, Austin, Houston, but we were co- co- sort of like a cult band. Okay. Uh, you could find us. I don't recommend Googling monkeys doing it on YouTube. There's <laughs> all kinds of stuff's going to pop up. Okay. Now you can Google mofo. You stole my Cheerios and that will pop up a nice little video I put out about seven years ago. And that'll give you the, the gist of the band. Um, is that one of the songs? It is. It is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nice. So those were good times. So monkeys doing it. And then um, after that is um, when I ended up moving out here to California, to Santa Cruz. So I've been out here about 12 years now. And who do you play with nowadays? Uh, now it's, so I've been on hiatus for the past three years. Um, I've been focusing mainly on the podcast on the mm-hmm. Sunshine Show. I've been working on my own music. I do produce music under the Sunshine Sessions, and you can find that on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been working on a top secret project. Uh, it's called, I will, I'll, I'll tell you guys all <laughs> here, right? Shh, don't tell anybody. No one will say a word. Your secret <laughs> is safe with us. Go ahead. 
And uh, so we're called Shorty C and the Goat's Milk. Um, and it's a fine collective of amazing musicians out of Austin, Texas. Mm. Uh, and we are hoping to release an EP um, in November. Actually, 11-11 is when I'm trying to drop that. So fingers crossed that works out for us. So how do you make that work if you're in Santa Cruz and they're in Texas? Uh, I will fly out to Texas. So I basically get all the guys, all the girls, the members of the band together. We work on material at home. We then fly out, meet in Austin, Texas at the studio. We spend about three to four days in the studio recording material. After that, it gets mixed and mastered. Um, and then, you know, we can do that separately. Basically an engineer will do that and then send it back to me and we'll bounce, bounce ideas back and forth if I'm oh. not in the studio with him. And, um, and then, yeah, and then get back together for a video or two, if we're not able to do that during the time we're in Austin recording the actual material. How exciting. So November 11th, how can people follow the progress and, and stay on top of that? Is there a different social media for that? You know, I tell everybody, just follow me on Facebook, Sunshine Cantu. Um, that's probably the best bet. I kind of link everything together there. The the show, my music, um, all the projects that I'm doing. Uh, I have some really cool stuff in the works, and uh, I cannot wait to share it with everybody. This is three years in the making. How exciting. Oh, I see what you mean. I So I did... I did Google monkeys doing it, and then there's monkeys having sex, and so. I thought you got um, awfully quiet there for a while. Yeah, it's, I I see what I see what you mean. Um, so let's talk about this podcast that you have because just a few weeks ago, when Kelly was a guest, um, I happened to be in San Diego with Fayuka as they were doing a muffin but good vibes acoustic session and it was this incredible echo because as everyone was setting up they were putting up lights and craig was putting out sandwiches and it was just an awesome whole setup but there was like six people all listening to your show at the same time and i finally said hey can you fucking guys all get around one phone please (laughs) Because it was literally Craig on his phone, uh, Bert was there, and uh, Brett Coleman was there, and um, it was just like uh, everybody. I had my phone on as well, so it was just like the sunshine show in crazy acoustic surround sound of the Muffin But Good Vibes uh, acoustic sessions. And honestly, I've done... So I've done four different podcasts with different hosts and co-hosts, and I've listened to a million podcasts, and I don't know if anybody has as much fucking fun doing Mm -hmm. a podcast or a show as you do, Sunshine. Very true. Oh, thank you. That means so much to me. You know, I I really, I it's no holds bar. It's definitely unfiltered, unedited. I just, and I, and I'm very honest and raw with my audience. And I think that's one thing that really draws people into this family that I absolutely. So I definitely, yeah, I enjoy it. I started it about two years ago, right when um, everything got crazy with the world. And um, I had a bunch of really crazy, dramatic shit happen to me. I, you know, got fucked up during a show, woke up and had broken like my front teeth and my face busted and I didn't remember what had happened and it was like a total like change in my life right when you don't have your two front teeth people look at you a little differently sure um and so I went a while without them because they're so expensive um yeah teeth are a very taboo subject right um so it was one of those things where what's that Opie ain't got no front teeth Uh, some people can pull the look off i tried to (laughs) for a minute and then i was like you know what i'm too young for this 
So anyways, I did, you know, I started the podcast during a time where I felt really, really low in my life. And I like to really boost up people's spirits. And I know that people look at me a lot for inspiration and for things of that nature. So I thought, well, fuck, I got to pull my shit together because so many people have it so much worse than me. And so many people were just like, it was like people were dropping left and right of depressions when the pandemic hit. Nobody could go anywhere. Nobody could do anything. So I started it as a way to like lift my spirits up as well as the other people around me. Um, and it's worked, man. And here I am two years later. I think I'm like on my 150th episode or something like that. It has worked. And what's so beautiful about that is that you had a need that you knew would be, you know, could be met by this. But like you said, it's also met the needs of so many other people too, and really created a lovely community. You've got tremendous followers, so many people that watch your show religiously. And um, I think it's really cool. You're, how many shows do you do every week? You know, I do. You guys, sorry, my pig is literally outside screaming his head off. I'm like, what is going on out there? It is literally a circus. Um, I think we would like to hear him screaming. I'm not going to lie. Well, you know, pigs get as loud as jet engines. That's yes. Um, just quick story one time Winston Diego got caught up in a tomato cage and oh my fucking god you would have thought that like there was a herd of like cattle being murdered out there everybody out of their houses like what's going on with Winston he's like running around in a metal tomato cage it was (gasps) it was funny and traumatizing at the same time oh no poor Winston Diego I cut it off of him with some uh, wire clippers so he's oh my goodness he He sounds like a bit of a troublemaker he is the worst. He's the worst troublemaker. I can't let him in when I'm doing podcasts because he will eat my breadsticks and like open my beverages for his enjoyment. <laughs> okay. Typical man. Screaming, screaming pig. Also not a recommended Google search. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't Google that. But I will tell you, he is the epitome of Mel Chauvinist pig because he has so many women that come and see him every day. And bring him gifts and treats and scratches and belly rubs and all kinds. He like he has these women in the palm of his hoof. Uh, (laughs) Oh, it does not surprise me at all. So (laughs) tell me, Sunshine. Ideally, if you could be doing anything, what would you be doing? If I could do anything at all in the entire world, I would definitely have a mansion to put my mother in mm-hmm. and have like a goat, little pig, like, like animal rescue or something like that. Oh, you know, I, I just want to save all the animals. I have not eaten any kind of meat in over 20 something, gosh, 25, 26 years. Like I wow. just the most empathy for all animals, especially like experimental animals, the animals that mm. are like um, uh, being tested on medically, all this shit. Like, ah, it's kind of like, uh, and I know that's another taboo subject, right? Because I get it. Like we have to have science, we have to have medication, but I feel like there needs to be a humane way to be able to do those things. And I don't know about putting monkeys sure. like, you know, and I've seen some, some, some awful videos, but anyways, yeah. So I feel like some sort of animal rescue, I definitely need a place for my mama to retire in. Um, mm. and I, I'd go ahead and put my son there too. He could live in the, in the pool house, you know, there you go. Uh, <laughs> nice to keep him close, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I love goats. I used to, I, okay. I used to li- uh, work on a goat farm and I'm pretty sure I was a goat in a past life as well. What did you do on the goat farm? I, I milked the goats. Mm-hmm. I cleaned up after the goats. I walked the goats every day. Cause the goats have to like walk for like a couple mm-hmm. of miles and get their exercise. And they're just like big dogs and they're so sweet. And, you know, people that are like lactose intolerant, they can actually have goat's milk because the goat milk molecule is very similar to breast milk molecule. And oh. so that's why your body can digest it. Now cow milk molecules are very large and that's why it's very hard for the human body to digest that now Mm -hmm. 
also, depending on the kind of goat you have and depending how many times you milk it, you can get about a gallon of milk each time you milk them. You can milk them wow. up three times a day. Each gallon of milk gives you a pound of goat cheese. Wow. And goat cheese. And you said three times a day? Yeah. So you could, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We could be making some bank here, Kelly, if you want to go in. Yeah. On a goat, a goat dairy with me. I mean, come on. Interesting. Interesting. You know, we're always looking for ways to make some generate revenue and get Bradley's house open. Maybe we need to do it with a goat farm. Well, and, and okay. Get this too. What you feed your goat, that's what their milk is going to taste like. So you could feed it like lavender or like rose petals. Chocolate. I, I mean, well, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure they can have too much chocolate, Jared, but maybe oh, a That's a terrible idea, Jared. This is oh, why you're not a farmer. Lavender milk sounds way better than chocolate milk. I'm rooting again. <laughs> they got to be flying left and right because they're so high on the chocolate. We're like, okay. Right. They'll be all <laughs> sugar crashing and passed out in the fields. It's all good. We're all like, good. We're like, Jared, go pick up Penelope. She's passed out from the chocolate. <laughs> He's all just waiting for his chocolate milk. And get that sweet, sweet chocolate milk out of her. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, now well, you, that's lovely. Yeah. So I don't know. Those, you know, and I would love to play music with friends. I would love to just be surrounded by a beautiful community. I love where I live now. I love my neighbors. I'm very, very blessed to be here. It's literally like 62 degrees year round over here. Mm. God, that sounds lovely. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Now you asked me, I interrupted you earlier. You asked me how many episodes I do normally on my show. Yes. On the Sunshine Show. So my podcast can vary from, you know, six times a week uh, to four times. Now, last week I took the week off because I needed a little refresher and just remind myself who I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gotta do that every now and then. But I am back on it. And if anybody is ever interested on being on my show, it doesn't matter if you're an artist, if you're a musician. I mean, musicians are artists, right? Okay, it's all in the same category. Actor, any kind of passion you have in life, if you want to talk about it, come on my show. Um, I would love to have you on. You just hit me up on Facebook or Instagram um, or my website, which is sunshinecantu.com. Cantu is C-A-N-T-U, correct? Yes, ma'am. All right. Just everybody can find it. Well, I think it's great what you're doing. Yeah, you have everybody from the scene. I mean, anybody who's anybody has been on your show. So anybody who's listening to this who's been living under a rock and hasn't had an opportunity to see your show, my guess is your favorite musician or somebody from that band has probably been on the Sunshine Show, including um, an amazing episode with Gabo from Fayuka. That's probably my favorite. It's one that I would suggest everybody go check out in the archives. <clears throat> yeah, that why was is, really fun. Why is that, Jared? Yeah, why, why, why Gabo, Jared? Uh, honestly, because he's just—he's such an amazing guy. Great voice, wonderful catalog. Great new single, "Falling Back to You," just came out. <laughs> available on Spotify and YouTube. Uh, and you know, he's just—he's a special talent in this industry. So I, I would recommend that episode. That's all. And very ones- true. Very true. We do love Gabo. He and Faika have been great supporters of the foundation. Love, love, love the Arizona family for sure. Uh, Uh, One of my very, very favorite guests besides you, Kelly, of course, um, naturally (laughs) is Billy Sheehan. um, Mm. The one and only most amazing, beautiful, most handsome. I wish he wasn't married. I would marry him. I think he's 36. I don't care. Um, He is, you know, based player for mr big like um winery dogs um talus sons of apollo um but for me why that holds such a special place in my heart is um the first song that i ever learned the lyrics to was mr big um waiting on a line oh no no to be with you you know do you know what song that is Uh uh-uh 
Oh, come on, Kelly. It's like maybe if I heard it. Oh man, yes, you've got. I mean, you've okay, I'll listen to it after the show. Yeah, you definitely know. If if Jared was still here, he could sing it for you. But apparently, he's fallen off the map. <laughs> we we he um he mutes out every now and then so that he doesn't get in the way. <laughs> oh, oh, there he is. He's too busy looking at monkeys doing it. <laughs> you made the mistake of giving him something to do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Billy Sheehan, he is definitely one of my favorites and he's just a legend and he, you know, I could message him today and he'll be on the show tomorrow. He's just one of these humble people, very, very, very humble musician. And I really feel that that is a major strength for anybody in the industry to have to have, you have to remain humble and remember Mm. your roots are because you'll never, you would never be the person you are today without the, the people who helped you in the beginning, you always right. have to be humble. You're not better than anybody. You're all the same. You know, some people just have it harder than others. And if you see that people are having, having it harder than you just lift your hand out and help them up. That's a absolutely, you know, and I honestly, sunshine, you live that. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing because the, you know, all the people that you have on your show, you really do a great job of promoting them and, you know, bringing them to the attention of your audience who maybe hasn't heard of them and you do it in such a positive way. Now I want to ask you, are you always so happy? I mean, when I think of you, your name could not be more perfect. Is that your given name, by the way? Is that the name your mama gave you? That absolutely is my birth name. So perfect. Could not be more perfect. Kudos to your mom. She did a great job, but you are just one of those people that's always bubbly and and happy and positive um is that does that come naturally for you or are you trying to it it, is that something that that is an effort like where does that come from I've definitely always just had that spirit I've always been Mm. um I mean, in high school, obviously, I went through like my I'm wearing black lipstick and I'm a gangster phase, whatever it was. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But no, I just I I just have a huge heart and I have a lot of empathy. You know, my my roommate, I've also um, of 13 years, I'm also his caregiver. He's in a wheelchair. So, you know, it it requires a lot of patience. It requires a lot of humility. Yeah. It requires um, a lot of empathy, a, um, a lot of not taking things personally, because you have to understand that when people treat you poorly, it's it's normally because they are feeling very bad for a reason and they're taking right. it on you, right? Because they, so want, true. they want to feel better. And so mm. sometimes you know, not that I recommend it. I do not like to be disrespected, but sometimes I'm able to like, just like hold my own yeah. take for what it is and let it go and let the universe carry that out. I set my intentions every day. I try to be the best human possible. Right. And better than the person that I was yesterday. And I try not mm. to repeat mistakes, but guess what? We're human. So sometimes I do repeat mistakes, but as long as I like keep moving forward, that's all that I can do. So yeah, I'm not always like so happy and bubbly, especially if I'm being like mistreated or disrespected. That sure. is kind of where I draw the line to where I start shutting down. Right. Um, but other than that, I just, I love people. I love animals. I love people that are good to me. I just love people who are nice to me and kind to me. And I radiate that back. And even when people give me dark and ugly energy, you know what? I try to just like fight that off with like a force field of like, you know what? Don't fuck with me. Like here's some sunshine for your day. Like I'm not going to contribute to the gossip I'm not going to contribute to the negativity I'm here to brighten your day and um, if not then I'll just kind of stay away you know absolutely well you do a great job of that and I think that that's a beautiful way to approach life because we really do um, have the opportunity to impact people in a big way by how we respond to them and so giving people a little grace and going yeah maybe they're having a bad day maybe you know like you said they're they're upset about something else you know, go just, we don't have to, to rebuff them with anger, but you know, sometimes if someone's having a bad day and you just smile and you're nice to them, that can turn it around and 
then have this, you know, exponential impact. So I think that's a beautiful philosophy and a, and a great way to live. And you do such a great job of exemplifying that. And, you know, even for everybody who may be listening at home that may be, may, may find it hard not to, um, like send that text message back, not to, um, you know, find it hard to not want to fight back or mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but yeah, it took me a long time not to fight back. It took me a long time not to send that text message back that last yeah. message, you know, no, I'm the right one. I'm going to win the argument. It's not about right. winning the argument. It's never about winning the argument. That's not what it's about. It's about the actual problem. And there's always three to 10 different sides of the story, you know? So it's always being able to find that compromise and being able to move forward. And that's what I just hope for everybody. Because I know so many people are stuck in these, these awful toxic cycles. So true. So true. And it's something that's easily um, altered, right? By just changing your, your outlook and the way you see things and, and the way you frame it, one of our recent guests was Logan from Article Sound System. And I've been on this huge Article Sound System kick lately. And uh, that's what she says in one of her songs, Happy. You know, it's all about how you frame it. And um, that's, yeah, I think that's wonderful. Well, it definitely helps to explain why you are such a beautiful human being. And you really do spread that around. And I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Thank you so much for being on our show, Sunshine. I know you've got a lot of things going, but um, we appreciate you taking the time to be with us. And thank you for what you do for the music community with your show and your music and, you know, just always being a positive force and a positive presence. And, and you're one of those people that's a unifier. You know, you bring people together in a really positive way. And, uh, and I think you're doing a great job of that. And I'm excited to see what, what you have coming for us in the future. And definitely so to hear the new music coming out November 11th. Thank you so much. And it is such an honor for me to be on the show. And I cannot tell you thank you enough. It means the absolute world to me that you invited me on your show. You could have asked anybody in the world and you asked me, Kelly. And oh my goshness, just thank you so much for being such an incredible inspiration to so many people. Thank you, Sunshine. You're delightful. Well, I will get up there one of these days and I am going to come and hang out with you and Wilson, Wilson Diego. Am I saying that right? Why does that all of a sudden not right? Winston Winston. Diego. That's why it didn't sound right. Okay. You and Winston Diego. I will come hang out with you. So will you let everybody who's listening know where to find out more information about your music, your show, all that? What's the best way to do that? Awesome. Thank you guys all for hanging out with me and Kelly tonight. You can check out my podcast of at the sunshine show um, anywhere that you stream your podcast. Uh, also on anchor.fm slash the sunshine show. You can find me on YouTube under sunshine Cantu C A N T U uh, same on Instagram and Facebook. I also have a website uh, sunshinecantu.com. And if you guys are interested in any merchandise that I have, um, you can find that at etsy.com slash shop slash base club. Um, and then also come and join me and my group and my community and family that, um, I have, um, had the pleasure of working with on Facebook at sunshine and the base kids. You are wonderful. Thank you, Sunshine, for being on the show. I definitely look forward to hearing more from you in the future, and we'll have you on again. You can come tell us about all the wonderful, great things you got going on. Woohoo! Love you, guys. Thank <laughs> you so much. You're the best. Thanks so much, Sunshine. Have a great night. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Well, Kelly, once again, I uh, Sunshine's energy level is always at an eleven out of ten. I, I don't know how she does it. I'm she's pretty amazing. Sure that- her blood type is like coffee. Uh, <laughs> She's my hero. I want to be just like her when I grow up. Yeah, it's funny that you asked her. Like, are you faking it, or is this like, are you? Is this really you? Like, you're you're not really always this fucking happy, right? But yeah, she, is. she is. Yeah, she really I mean, is. Yeah, and, I've uh, never heard her not happy. Which like I mean, I said, I'm sure as a normal human being, she's not always happy, but she just always makes an effort to put that out there in the universe, and I think that's wonderful. 
In the grand scheme of things, no matter how pissed off you are, when you open your front door and there's a fucking pig out there, it's gotta <laughs> it's gotta make things a little bit better, right? Like, is it? I guess. Does it make it better? Does it make it? See, if I opened my door and there was a pig in my front yard, that would not make my life better. But I can see how for some people it would. Pig therapy. I I totally. There you go. I totally get it. Um, so uh, again, an awesome time having sunshine on. Uh, make yes. sure you check out her show. Like I said, she has so many awesome guests on, and oh, yeah. God, there's no telling where those conversations lead. Some of them get really, really fun <laughs> and, and interesting. So make sure always you're, a good time. Yeah, so make sure you check out what she's got going on, um, and uh, and give her a follow. Absolutely, and she, like she, she mentioned, her merch. She's got great merch on her Etsy, just lots of great stuff. And I think she's one of those ones to watch. I think we're going to definitely be hearing a lot more from her. For sure. Now we have some fun stuff coming up. We just had a phenomenal show at Sea Legs on August 20th. Thank you so much to everyone who came out and to all the bands that played. What a great day. I do have to admit, I was not able to make it. I was in bed with a migraine, but Jarrett, you and Anna were there, and Brindy, you guys all did such a great job of pulling off that event without me. And, of course, our good friends, Burritos, uh, just did an amazing show. I've gotten so much great feedback. Jacob played. Fayuka played. Our good friend, Mike Dangerously, played. Uh, just a great time. A lot of people showed up, and I heard it was a wonderful, wonderful event. I'm so sorry I missed it. But big thanks to everybody who came out and just had a great time and supported the foundation and the music. And uh, yeah, it looked like it was a really great day. I've seen so many videos and, and comments and posts and stuff. Super bummed I missed it. But we also have something else coming up in a couple months. Why don't you tell us about it, Jared? Super excited. Um, the Thursday night before Reggae Rise Up at Triple B in Las Vegas, the Knoll Family Foundation will have another benefit event. Um, we are putting together an all-star lineup of people that are going to stop by, hang out, do a couple tunes. We're going to have some bands. Uh, and of course, uh, Jacob has said that he will be there for sure. He's going to be playing some of his stuff. He's going to be playing some sublime stuff. Uh, it's going to be a, uh, a pretty awesome event. So if you're not following the Knoll Family Foundation social media now, make sure you are, as we'll be making some formal announcements soon. But for everybody who's getting into Las Vegas, or if you're already in the area, um, the Thursday night before Reggae Rise Up, that's October 6th, uh, we're going to have an awesome event that you're definitely going to want to be a part of. And it's only a few miles uh, from the the downtown Vegas uh, outside convention lawn concert series event center. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that thing's called. but in Downtown uh, Las Vegas event center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, whatever that unit is, it's, uh, you, you know, the, the, you're just going to go down there and make a Yes. But no, so and yeah. Backstage Bar and Billiards, that's where our event's going to be, right? Backstage Bar and Billiards. Correct, yeah. So really looking forward to that night. So for everybody who's looking at your travel plans for Reggae Rise Up, you're probably going to get in Thursday night anyway, because I know gates open early on Friday. Um, now you've got something cool to do Thursday night in Vegas. Don't wait you're gonna lose so don't stay out of the casino come join us at triple b you're gonna lose i'm telling you uh so we will be there and uh i just know that it's gonna be an amazing time um and yeah sea legs was incredible uh, i before i did the introduction i had to look at mike and say hey which one of your bands is this today? yeah uh, yeah mike said, dangerously yeah, he said, I pieced these guys together. We're uh, Mike Dangerously and the Royal We. And I said, okay, and <laughs> there it is. But Mike is just one of the hardest working guys uh, going yes. out there. He's got that Jelly of the Month Club Music Academy going. Mm -hmm. uh, I do recommend that everybody check that out because it's really cool for uh, for the kids. Absolutely. Uh, so. 
but so excited about the event in Las Vegas. Sea Legs was amazing. Uh, and of course, everybody knows that they can pick up merch uh, at the NoelFamilyFoundation.org. And as always, nice enough to include a link tree in the description of the show so you can get to all of our cash apps and Venmos and how you can make donations, ways that you can get involved, how you can download the share the show, share the show, which means a lot to us yes. uh, as we're as we're doing all the things that we are doing. So really, really uh, excited with all the things that we've got going on uh, with the Noel Family Foundation and Bradley's house right now. Uh, I, I can't. I didn't talk about the muffins yet, did I, Kelly? You haven't talked about the muffins yet. Why don't you tell us about the muffins, Jarrett? All right, so Fayuka did a Muffin But Good Vibes uh, acoustic session, which will be available on Fay- or on Muffin But Good Vibes YouTube page. So make sure you're following that if you're not. Um, yes. And I was lucky enough to have uh, some of the Muffin But Good Vibes muffins. Now, we've had Craig on the show. We've talked about Muffin But Good Vibes. They've uh, donated from different events, and Craig's just been an awesome guy, but turns out these muffins are really fucking good. Okay, <laughs> They it's really not, are. <laughs> it's not hype. So one thing I want to point out is that he definitely does eat the muffin stump first. That He wasn't running game. That's how he does it. I watched him do it. He ripped them up in a pile, and, and then he ate the stump. It seems really backwards. I don't understand it, but that's how he did it. Um, but uh, we had the original, which I believe he calls the – or we had one that was called the Mac, which was like a banana nut chocolate. I don't know. I ate like fucking six of them at his house. Um, <laughs> and then I would just kind of ball up the, the wrappers, and I'd put them in front of Reggae Dave so it looked like he ate them. So that was kind of my, that was kind of my move. Um, strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the following night, uh, we went to the Beach Hut Deli, and um, Fayuka played an acoustic session, and he had the Andy J, which is named after uh, the late Catastro lead singer, although he did name it before he passed away. And Mm. it's this crazy blueberry muffin that is just delicious. Uh, And then um, what was the other one we had was the – the OG, which was uh, just the original banana, and it, it was delightful, too. Basically, my point is, is Craig's not full of shit. He makes really good muffins, and if you're ever in the area <laughs> and you see the muffin but good vibes tent set up, uh, get yourself a muffin for sure. Kelly, I, I was able to bring some home. Uh, you had some. I know I was able to hand some out to some of our board members at the show because Craig kind of loaded me for bears. So I know the the Sullivans all got one. I know Casey uh, took some home and Tyson. And uh, so, yeah, it was uh, it, it was fucking muffins, man. I, it's just I can't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, Craig definitely outdoes himself. And you think muffins, you can't truly imagine what he's doing until you've had a chance to try them. So I'm excited for him to start getting wider distribution with those because everyone definitely needs to check out those muffins. Good stuff. So definitely muffin but good vibes. They're the one to watch. Uh, If you haven't gotten your tickets for Reggae Rise Up Vegas yet, make sure you go to reggaeriseupvegas.com. Grab those tickets October 7th through 9th. It's going to be a great time. We'll have our booth there. A lot of our friends will be there, including the Traveling Stones, who are some great supporters of the foundation. And they just recently donated some beautiful custom jewelry that they created just for us to auction off. So you'll definitely want to keep your eyes open for that as well. Um, Yeah, so it's going to be a great time. And then, of course, like you said, our pre-party the night before on Thursday, August 6th. So we have a lot coming up and I'm super excited to see everybody in Vegas in October. Yes. Yes. Uh, super excited about it. So um, again, thank you so much sunshine for coming on and uh, sharing your excitement. It's uh, as we're recording this, it's Sunday night and now I don't know how I'm going to go to sleep because she's totally <laughs> got me all jazzed. Up. It is infectious. She's so great. Love her. uh, Thank you so much, Sunshine. And uh, thank you for all of you guys for listening. Now, every week we end with a song. And I think it's only just that as we talked about some of the amazing guests that Sunshine had on her show, and I brought up the incredibly talented Gabo from the amazing band Fayuka out of Phoenix, Arizona, it only makes sense that we go out with 
one of my favorite Fayuka songs right now available on Spotify or YouTube. This is Fayuka and High Off Your Love. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, I'm Jared Orr. She's Kelly Knoll. You don't have to go home, but you do have to leave Bradley's house. I don't need marijuana. I still do what I wanna. And all I need is you. All I need is Summer night, all I need is you.